Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Well, hey, my friend. Welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Reese, and it is my mission, as always, to provide you with biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. I recently had to cut someone out of my life. And just before I hit that send button, I realized, ah, this is really confusing. You see, I vacillated between thinking, maybe it's me. And no, no, I'm positive I've done all I could. And maybe I didn't give them enough chances. And I can't keep doing this. And days turned into weeks. And five months later, I was no closer to setting boundaries. And I was more confused than ever. The stress of keeping this person in my life was hitting me big time, but the thought of setting boundaries with them made me feel like a terrible person. It was driving me mad. And then it hit me. I wasn't even taking my own advice. Now, I confess, I thought maybe my situation was different. I battled with feeling like I had to live up to a higher grace standard for some reason. And I kept trying to find alternative solutions that always ended in disaster because I was ignoring the three signs that God actually wanted this person out of my life. It reminded me of 1988, April 1988 to be specific. I had worked so hard to grow my hair long and it was finally grazing my mid-back. I was so happy. But there was a problem. My hair was fried. It was so dry and brittle from all the perms and the bleaching. Don't judge me. If you grew up in the 80s, you know exactly what's going on. I thought to myself that, okay, at least it's long. Isn't that good? But no, it wasn't. It was not better than nothing. It was worse than nothing. And maybe you didn't rock the ridiculous hairstyle of the 80s, but I know you're battling with the same confusion regarding the toxic person in your life. So I'm going to show you the three signs as well as the one thing that will get in your way if you don't address it. So let's dive into the three signs that God is trying to remove someone from your life. But before we do, I want you to understand that in order to gain clarity and confidence to walk away from a toxic relationship and stay away from dangerous pitfalls, you're going to need wisdom and trust. Yes, trust that the healthier, shorter hair is going to look so much better than that long stringy stuff, but also trust that God is with you and wants to guide you. But there's one thing that's going to hold you back from hearing the voice of God, and that is clutter. No, not the kind of clutter that falls out on you when you open your closet. I'm talking about the clutter in your mind. Cluttering your mind with the shoulds and the shouldn'ts are going to keep you trapped, my friend. Saying things like, oh, I really shouldn't be feeling this way, or oh, she's my mother, she should treat me with respect, or he's my friend, he shouldn't be talking behind my back. In other words, you're shoulding all over yourself, and you're the only one that is going to be left with the mess. Getting caught in the toxic thought pattern of what someone else should or shouldn't be doing puts you on an emotional roller coaster with the other person at the control. So let's dive into three signs that God is trying to remove someone from your life. Number one, they're poisoning your garden. Now, 
I'm not much of a gardener. In fact, I've got two black thumbs. And the other day I pointed out to my husband that we have this plant growing out of nowhere in our backyard and it grew so fast, I exclaimed. I didn't know any better. I mean, it was green, it had leaves. It looked like a plant to me, but when I touched it, ow, it didn't feel like any plant I wanted to be around. And that's because it wasn't a plant. It was a weed, a giant prickly weed. The problem with leaving these is that they will eventually choke out everything good in my garden. And the same is true with the toxic people in your life. And you're going to be tempted to blame the weeds, but it's actually our job to pull them up. When someone in your life looks and acts healthy and normal one minute, but you're constantly getting pricked by them, it's likely a sign that God is trying to show you that this person isn't who you want them to be. And letting them grow in your garden isn't going to make them into a beautiful plant. It's just going to infect the good. Remember 1 Corinthians 15, 33, bad company corrupts good morals. And number two, a shift in feelings. Now, maybe you're getting along just fine in the relationship and then suddenly there's a shift. Maybe it's a shift in how you feel towards them or how they feel towards you. And while feelings are fickle and should never be followed arbitrarily, they can certainly be an indicator as to the happenings in a relationship. I want you to remember Exodus 7, where God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Romans 9, 17 through 18 declares, For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. If God hardened Pharaoh's heart to fulfill his purpose, what makes you think he won't do it to fulfill his purpose in your life? Number three, God removed them before, but you let them back in. Just because you conceded to letting this person back into your life doesn't mean God wanted it that way. Maybe you've been down this road already and you mustered up the courage to kick this toxic influence to the curb. But then you started vacillating in your mind. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Well, I really do miss him. Well, he was better than nothing. And the next thing you know, you're opening a door that God previously shut. Look, can people change? Yes, of course they can. But many don't. And that's why scripture is clear when it says you will know them by their fruit. My friend, fruit takes time to grow. So if you've once had a rotten apple tree who now claims to be a healthy orange tree, you're going to be wise to give that some time to see if that fruit is real, not rotten. Remember, God removed them for a reason, and perhaps it was just for a season, but you're treading on very dangerous territory when you become the decider in that decision. Because chances are you're not using godly wisdom, but rather your decisions are out of an emotional distress. The truth is, leaving bad relationships is hard, even the ones that are terribly toxic for you. Things like pain from your past and old wounds can keep you trapped in something that is far beneath what God has for you. And if you have a pattern of picking poor partners or allowing others to influence your otherwise good judgment, you're going to need to train yourself to trust God for guidance and not your own understanding or emotional distress. 
You ever wonder why your boundaries aren't working? Well, I want to invite you to jump on over to episode 212 to find out the five reasons why. And if you want to learn how to identify and deal with all the difficult people in your life, I want to encourage you to grab a copy of our free Toxic People Survival Guide. This is my free gift to you. I will go ahead and include a link in the description in the show notes, as well as on the website. You can jump on over to chrisreese.com and grab that fabulous resource today. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.